All right, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. As always, I'd love to thank you for your time. Uh, I know it's precious, and uh, I want to get to it because we want to have a great, considering this is of uh, greatness, uh, and epic, these big words, these hyperbole that we throw around here at TIY. Uh, is it hard or is it easy? And let's start off by asking, what is greatness? Now, I pulled your Merriam uh, dictionary out there. The quality of being great, distinguished or eminent. Elgar, whoever the hell Elgar is. Greatness is a composer. Almost defining the word with the word. So uh, as we dig deeper, um, a child destined for greatness, genius, prowess, talent, mastery, virtuoso. Okay, that's starting, starting to feel better. We're starting to get a little bit tighter in terms of what the dictionary says is greatness. Um, I have a different way of asking you about greatness. A man is drowning in a raging river. Uh, one man jumps in to save him. Is he a hero? And I think based on the facts we have, uh, yeah, of course he is. Now, what if you knew that the man who jumped in to save him is a Coast Guard rescue swimmer or home on leave? Still a hero. And again, I, I think the answer would be, yes, he is. Now, uh, let's do this again. Matt is drowning in a raging river. One man jumps in to save him. Is he a hero? You know, it's a typical NLP question. It's the same. Yeah. Dr. A, Dr. B out of towards and away. Yeah, he's a hero. Uh, and what if you knew that this man couldn't swim, yet he jumped in to save his brother anyway. You know, yeah, what would you think of his heroics? Again, it takes nothing away from the Coast Guard swimmer. He's just trained and prepared for it. This man couldn't swim and did the heroic thing anyway. And, and the reason why I like to start that off as a metaphor for greatness is how many times do we avoid our greatness because we need some believability, some credibility that Hey, when, when I do love this way, when I do health this way, when I do money this way, it's going to work. You know, I, I'm, I'm not going to be great. You know, I, I want to be the Coast Guard swimmer before I jump in and save anybody, before I, you know, jump into life and, and declare that I am great. So I have a way to help you feel what greatness really feels like and this is called the greatest trapeze now for some of you it may not be that great uh, because you're not as afraid of heights as I am but I'm uh, I'm terrified of heights uh, that's one of the reasons why I went into the paratroop uh, airborne operations uh, because it, I had to go face my fears uh, still afraid of heights and still ride my bike in mountain passes and things like that so you know, this visceral feeling of what does it feel like to be great, I want to talk about this great trapeze. Um, so first of all, you're going to begin to climb, and you're going to climb as high as you can go. Now, that might only be 10 feet off the ground. That might be 100 feet off the ground. Whatever is as high as you can go. And then just one rung more, not, not one plus one plus, no, just one rung to show you that high 
has more height. So you're going to climb as high as you can go and add just one rung more. And then, second thing that you have to do, no safety net. When you are working on your greatness, when you are in the arena of your greatness, be it money, be it health, whatever it is, you can't have a safety net. That's going to limit what you do. That's going to limit how you approach. Most people think, oh, no, wouldn't I want a safety net? Well, you know, wouldn't that help me? Uh, no, it, it might help you as you train for it. So if you're going to go into Circus of the Stars, you know, you can take your safety net and, and do some training. But when you actually go for your greatness, you do not want any safety net there. You have to fly free. And then the next thing that happens happens, the third thing, that big burly guy that's waiting to catch you over there, yeah, you got to take him out of the equation. No burly guy in the equation. He cannot be there. Why? Because he might have sweaty hands. Uh, he might be thinking about his grocery lists. You know, what if he is the one that causes your greatness to fail? Your greatness is your greatness. It won't be in the hands of anybody else. So when you get ready to swing for this very high trapeze, once rung higher, one platform higher, then you can stand with no safety net. There's no catcher over there. And then there's one other thing. But first, let's review. You got to climb the highest tower you can stand and just one more step, one more rung. You take the safety net out. You take the catcher out. And now to get the greatest version of you, which is a complete chapter in DIY books everywhere, there's one last thing that you got to do. Are you ready? There can be no trapeze over there either. You just have to fly. Because you know, you've heard this expression before. Einstein said that the thinking that caused the problem is not the thinking that can solve it. The, the thinking that's over here is not the thinking over there. You have to soar and believe that you are great enough to create the trapeze when you get there. You're going to find it because you can't see it from here. If you can see it from here, it's a great trapeze. It's not your greatest. And so the question I want to ask you tonight and for this month as you get ready for 2017, what are you prepared to do to have your greatness? What are you prepared to do? to have your greatness. Now, you've seen us talk a lot about epic, legendary, extraordinary, you know, whether it's something fun like this, you know, go forth and be a force of awesomeness, be this epic woman, this epic man, whatever it takes. The standards that you set for your greatness drive everything. There's two tools in this arena. Tool number one, the average B, B-plus employee. You all know them. You may be them. They're a solid B, 
the average employee. They do the job day in and day out. They're above average. They're not going to get laid off. They're not going to get fired. They're maybe not get promoted or their promotions are slower than others. But day in and day out, they give you a solid B. And when you go to that person and say, hey, look, uh, the board's coming in. I've got something really, really important next week. Can you give me an A, please? And then if you ask this B employee to give you A, small, medium, or high probability that they'll give you the A. And the answer is high. They will step up. They'll go the extra mile. They'll work a little longer. They'll work a little smarter. They give you an A. But now here's where the psychology gets really interesting about this. First of all, the next week when they come back, do they drop back to a B because that's who they are and that's what they give you? Or do you think, oh, no, since they've risen to an A, they probably are prepared to go to an A. They want an A. Everybody wants an A. They work to an A. Or do you think that they're going to go, screw you. I gave you the A that you asked for me, but now I'm going to give you a C. So we come back to my average, and you know I'm really a B employee. And because we say you worked really hard, you spent extra time, yeah, it's okay that you drop to a C the following week so you get back to a B average. That's how the psychology works. So when you think about it, when you set the standards, and this is why Legendary and Epic has such an interesting way to do this. If you want good and you work, work really hard, you get good. Now, do you think that you get excellent when you set good as a standard? And the answer is no, you don't, because as you start to edge into excellent, again, the C mentality comes in because you set the standard of good, you will bring it back to good. This is also called the thermostat effect. You'll go up, and as you get a little bit over, you turn the thermostat down, so you bring it back down. And if you perform poorly, or the economy's mean, or, or, or the company, or vertical, or the, whatever challenges you're having, and you can't get good, you get poor. Now, on the next station, if you want excellent and work really, really hard, you get excellent. You don't get more than that. Same psychology. It cuts off at excellent. And then if you fail at it and drop back, you might go back to good. You very rarely will go back to poor. You won't get poor when you set excellent as your standard. You get, on a bad day, you get good. On your best days, you get excellent. Now, the only place that this psychology changes is when you want legendary. Because here's what happens with legendary. When you set legend as your standard, well, when you perform to it, you get legend. But here's what's interesting about human psychology. If you set legend and fail at it and drop back, do you think that you drop back to excellent? Do you think you drop back somewhere lower than that? Or do you believe that because you've set legend, the deeper, bigger you fail, the bigger your legend becomes? And this is very, very interesting psychology. If you want legend, 
That's all you have to do is set it and drive for it. And then whatever fails happen along the way, the bigger they are because they're against this big standard that you've set, the bigger the legend gets defined. Again, it's very, very interesting in psychology. So when we always go back to this mythical four-year-old, is there anything they don't do that's not epic? And of course not. Everything they do from riding a bike to climbing monkey bars to doing anything, it's in your DNA. Now, epic may be a bit overused here, but we're trying to awaken something in you that most likely is a bit atrophied. So I always love to end this slide with this photo quote. Actually, I just woke up one day and decided I don't want to feel like that anymore or ever again. So I changed just like that. And the question becomes, do you believe as I build this case for greatness, that I build this case that that all it's about is setting out the goal, creating the standards that's attached. You know what they are. You can figure it out easily enough. And then all you have to do is, is go for it? Is that all this is? Is that all it takes? Well, yeah, it, it is. Because when you dive into the deep end of the pool and you go into water over your head, you always know that you're going to find a way to swim. You're not going to drown. You're going to find a way to swim. Now, a lot of you just like to put your little toe in the water. and Ooh, it's really cold. And, 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 and then maybe I'll put my ankles in. And, and then maybe my knees in. And, and you'll try to go in that way. Versus, again, the little four-year-old you, particularly if dad or mom cannonballs in or tells the little kid, all right, let's go, we're cannonballing in, they'll cannonball right behind you. They don't care how deep it is, they just go. So this process challenges much about what you believe to be real in your life. What it takes to succeed, how to manage your fears and obstacles. And the question becomes, ladies and gentlemen, what will you permit yourself to really and truly dream and hope for in this psychology? Now, at the heart of what we're doing right here is also found in the transitional bridge section in a number of the books. You know, we'll, we'll say we're, we're here. You know, and here is generally an older version of you. And, and over there, there's a new you. You can, you can see it. You can feel it. But you won't take the step until you can figure out that you're going to succeed. And how can you get there? You're looking for a bridge. As long as the bridge is in place and you trust the bridge... Oh, I can see this new me. I can think. I can see what they think. I can, I can feel their feelings. I know what their actions are. But hey, I'm here. How do, I, how do I make this step? How do I do this? And this coaching system, you know, does a ton of work for you around assisting you, guiding you, inspiring you to take a leap of faith. That's it. You got to take a leap of faith. So in the Indiana Jones movie, there he is. You know, he's got to save his dad, Sean Connery. And the last, last challenge, you know, is 
Uh, where is it? Did I not put it here? Oh, I didn't put it here. From the lion's head, you shall take a leap of faith. And so he steps out and the bridge is carefully camouflaged. It's a great metaphor to take these steps. So for you tonight on this call, again, as we're getting ready to kick off 2017, you know, and I really, really want you to step up to this. If you can do this in new software, that's the whole premise of the Live Life by Design system. There's the old you, and it, it does a lot of building of new you. The next thing it does is it shows you how to take the leap of faith. You know, the greatest trapeze is part of that. So once you know you don't need the bridge or you'll build the bridge as you go over there and you leap to new you, then why stop there? Why not just continue on to the greatest version of you? Then we finish with the I choose meaning. We finish with the I choose action and live life by design. We construct the system for you such that it is easier to be great. So ask this month, mail in questions, challenge, do not take no, set your sights for the greatest version of you. Because sabotage psychology is already stirring a big pot of poo on the stove right now saying, oh no, we, we really can't do this. So when we look at your comfort zone, here's one of the important things to know about this. Most people sit here and go, wow, look, look at that distance that I have to go. I, I can see it over there. But the reality is the only distance you have to go is that little tiny gap right there. Because once you are there, you're in the Mazic zone, and now you can move around anywhere that you want. Again, not that you're not going to fail. You're going to fail, and your fails are going to be epic. You know, that's what Eleanor Roosevelt told us in The Greatest Version of You. So... Some people say, oh, I'm bulging to greatness. I'm getting closer to greatness. Look at me. I'm getting closer, but they're still appended to the comfort zone. You know, they're above average, but above average, if you look at good, is an enemy of great. Above average, you'll note that little greater than. Above average is a greater than enemy because... Now you're closer. You have more things to risk. Trying to do it this way to take that little tiny step there and, and, and you know, bulge there and, and stay attached to your comfort zone waiting for a bridge virtually never, never, never works. So it's really, really important that you decide I'm going to make this leap of faith. Now, in the elite crowd, it becomes even more interesting because now they're doing edge management because not only do they push to the edges that they can see, which is right here, and edges perhaps that they can barely see, they're going off this chart. They are going places off this chart into uncharted territories. They're... they're 
pushing past limits. You see limits, they don't see the limits. The abyss between the two, again, is very small. But the fear that most people experience when they're mixing old and new, you know, old you says, yes, I'm not afraid, I, I can do this. However, new you can't, won't, oftentimes won't say that in the magic zone. Old you claims it's, it's in the magic zone, can't figure it out, you know, why go forward? So tonight is all about, this is your homework. You guys can pull this off the website tomorrow. Write down the edge to your 2017 greatness. What do you want? You know, when you escape your comfort zone, when you take the leap of faith, when you're going into the zone that has no trapeze, you know, what are you building? Where are you heading? What are you going to set? You know, we spent November on, you know, goals planning, goal setting, goal keeping. Well, now this is what I really want from you is the goals you're going to set are going to be in 2017 software. So make sure as you do this homework assignment, as you work on this, or if you have a question tonight, I'm about ready to open the mics up for question. Include your thoughts, you know, include your feelings, include your fears. Everything that, that you need with plans to overcome uh, and how can TIY help you guys be this person of greatness or are you kind of satisfied with who you are? You know, most of you on this call, I've told you before, on your worst day, you're above average. You know, what you have, what your future holds, you know, everything about you is good. And I've told you guys before, I hear it a lot. Isn't good, good enough? Do I have to be epic? Why, why do I have to be great? Because no four-year-old ever said this. They don't even want epic. They just want what they want. They want what they want, and they'll do anything to have it. 